Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Stone. 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 Speak on it, God. If you a star seed, 
I'ma give you what you need if you a star seed. I'ma give you what you need if you a star seed. I'ma give you what you need if you a star seed. I'ma give you what you need. Ragamuffin, don't come give me the ragamuffin, love. Ragamuffin, don't come give me the ragamuffin. Ragamuffin, don't come give me the ragamuffin, love. Ragamuffin, don't come give me the ragamuffin. You ain't gotta try to shine. The spotlight already yours. You ain't gotta try to shine. The spotlight already yours. And we all the way up on a higher level, a new dimension. Galactic beings, get your attention. Manifesting everything that we desire. All the joy that meditation brings, taking us higher and higher to a whole nother plane. Cerebral cortex, brain matter in your brain. Decalcify third eye, enhance intuition. It's the same mind. People as a man on a mission. You ain't gotta try to fly, cause the sky already yours. You ain't gotta try to fly. Cause the sky already yours And we all the way up with the ancestors Those who test us, low vibrations Don't really stress us, we born again Nine lives like a feline Slip up on the scene, agents make a beeline We be fine, kundalini up my spine Higher self taking over while the ego just keep dying I ain't lying, ain't saying nothing that I ever heard That's what I know, better listen to this good word If you are Arcturian, Orion Andromedan, Assyrian, Pleiadian, Galactic Federation, and the Star Nations. Has anybody told you that you're beautiful? Has anybody told you that they care? Has anybody told you that you're special? It's your girl, it's your sister, and Aphrodite Stone, the starseed healer, the student, and the teacher, and it's another one. Classes in session, family. This is an unscheduled show. I repeat, this is an unscheduled show. Uh, you you guys who kind of listening in right now, it's Father's Day, so uh, for those in that, with that, happy Father's Day to all of the fathers, soon-to-be fathers, uh, fathers whose children have uh, gone on. Um, you are honored today as a tradition, though we feel that our fathers should be honored every day, 
okay? One day is set aside as a national holiday here in the United States of America to honor the fathers. I think that mothers and fathers should be honored every day, no matter what. But because today is Father's Day and many of you are in the tradition of traditions, happy Father's Day. All right. Um, Big up and thank you to all of the new subscribers. Before we go any further, before I say another word, let's just go ahead and take a moment. All right, just a few seconds to acknowledge the creator. All right, many of you guys have been at church all day, and and you're going to come in and you're going to listen to this, or you're going to see me upload it on YouTube, and you're going to check it out after you've had a long day at church, getting some something inspirational, getting some good word, I hope. All right, and, you know, we need to give our thanks and our honor to the Creator. More than just going to church, more than just going and hearing the football, right? We need to always just give honor from the time before your heat, your feet hit the floor. You should be uh, giving honor to the Creator, you know, just when you open your eyes and see that they're open and you can look around you, you know, that's the time in your mind to say thank you. All right, so as always, we also want to give thanks to the deities that were created to assist us while we're here on our earth journey, all right, and certainly, uh, not least at all, is our ancestors who we like to give homage and honor and respect to for just our being here, for our presence, and I'd like to honor each and every one of you. All right, uh, so the new home at the website, family, is www.aphroditestone.com. We had some issues with the other website, and I don't play around um, when it comes to my work and doing what I need to do. So I had some issues, and I've been contacting the webmasters, and they have been pretty much taking their time, pretty much almost a month to get back with me. And I said, well, they won't get another month's website payment. I'll go ahead and... And, and, and disable my account and create a new website. So it took me about two days to create a new website. I'll be adding more content as we go along, all right, but but there we have the foundation of our new home, AphroditeStone.com. The Starseed Healer uh, domain name will have expired anyway, so um, we're just going to do this for what it is and for what it's worth, all right. Um so that's that. LiveYourDreams.org, as you know, Live Your Dreams with a J is the nonprofit organization to assist newborn babies. All right, mainly newborn babies in the NICU unit, but newborn babies just any way you cut it. You know, if there's a need, then we want to fill that. We want to big up and and thanks to the sister who sent us a huge box of uh, diapers and wipes and, and, and things and whatnot that came from Target. And we encourage family members that it's not always about money. We understand that a lot of people are skeptical because they're like, okay, well, what are they doing with my money? Well, me, I'm pretty transparent, and I've put videos up to show you guys, you know, all of the supplies and materials and bags for our baby in the bag ministry. But some people are just not comfortable, or they just prefer to send what is known as in-kind donations. So that's your diapers, your wipes, your onesies, your anything pertaining to baby, we love that. So you can get on over to LiveYourDreams.org and check that website out for more information. All right, today we are going to be talking about, I needed to talk about this, okay, Galactic Federation, Star Nations, Cosmic Messages, <laughs> Ooh, 
I wonder if some of y'all are ready. Now, you guys, this this will not be a new concept um, for many of you, and it will surely not be unfamiliar ground that I've covered for many of you, for some of you that are just coming on to me or for those of you that are coming on to me through and by the celebrity readings. Well, you don't know there's a reason why I call myself the Starseed Healer, and I have pretty much since I've uh, started my YouTube journey. The Starseed Healer. Why would I, uh, uh, African-minded, uh, uh, culturally aware sistren call herself the Star Seed Healer? Well, I'll tell you why. Because there has to come a time when we free ourselves from a particular paradigm. And you realize that your earthly origin may not necessarily be your soul's origin. All right, so we're going to get a little deep here for a minute. If it runs the whole two hours, guess what? You need the information. Guess what? Put this thing on autopilot, sit back, clean up the house, Turn the volume up if you're watching this on your cell phone or your tablet or your iPad or whatever because this will be some good information. See, this is information that I've tried to, if you guys scan throughout my entire channel and selection of videos, you'll see that this is not the first time that I'm really coming with this this type of information, but I had to spoon feed it to you because, see, it's enough to get you out of the mindset of organized religion and that still is 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 a task in in progress okay so trying to put you all on to the concept of star nations and cosmic origins and the fact that that you may have been a uh, 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 an indigo or a rainbow a rainbow vibration, but you may have come here on assignment as a star seed. You may have come from a different far off star galaxy, and a lot of this is going to sound like science fiction, like Star Wars and Star Trek and Lost in Space and Swiss Family Robinson, and well, maybe not Swiss Family Robinson, but you know what I'm saying. This is going to sound like something off of Doctor Who. Okay, so what I will precede the information by saying is that for those of you that this resonate with, fantastic. Many of you will already have information about this and probably be more learned on the subject than me. I've only been studying it maybe for a couple of years. And last night was the first time that I ever channeled a member of the Galactic Federation. Why on earth would you do that, Sister Stone? What the hell are you up to over there? You know hell. They got going on in that in that weed out there in Arizona. <clears throat> well, you guys look on my channel, you saw where I took a trip to Sedona. I shared that with you on a video. I, I think the video was called something like Energy Vortexes or, or, or something like that. You could check that out. Where the family and I went there, and and I shared with you some some supernatural experiences that I had. Now, a lot of these particular energy vortexes that are spread out on the planet, you know, the pyramids, especially Giza, 
uh, is also one of them. Uh, Mount Kilimanjaro. You know, the Earth has chakras. I've, 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 I've tried to do my due diligence and share as much as I could with many of you um, already. But I, I shared with you through video the experience that I had out in Sedona, which is a very strong and powerful energy vortex, okay? And the energy that was there was phenomenal. It was cleansing. It was healing. It was corrective. It was so many things at once. And for you guys, you know, you can go and check out the video, but one thing I will share was um, I was corrected by a cosmic being that came to visit me in my hotel room after I had taken a couple of rocks off of the property. You know, I'm like, oh, man, I'm over here because I took some bottled waters and I had charged, I was going to energy charge these bottled waters and use them for healing, you know, in my Reiki and whatnot, and I was on my way to Cali. And so I had said I was going to take me a couple of rocks as souvenirs, you know, from around the energy vortex right at the base of the mount, beautiful red clay mountains family. Like, do you guys know how beautiful this earth is? But but this country, if you can just take your heads, number one, out of your behinds, and then number two, out of the media and out of all the conspiracies and controversies for just a moment to recognize and realize the beauty that we have even right here in the United States of America. Right, so anyway, I had taken these rocks, you know, and everything, put them in my little knapsack, thinking I'm doing something fantastic, like I'm gonna take these home and 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 and, and consecrate them and put them with the with my other crystals and stones and whatnot. They're gonna be magical because they came from the the Sedona energy vortex, you know. Well, guess what? Hmm. I was awakened out of my sleep. By what I will simply say, a cosmic being who told me that they understood my intent, but that because I did not respect my planet and ask permission to take the rocks, that I was on punishment. I was not to come back to Sedona family. I was heartbroken. And just as I am sitting here expressing this to you and you are able to hear my voice, I am telling you what happened. So I was visited by a cosmic being. It is said in that area that there is a high activity. You guys got to do the research on all that. I can't give it all away. (laughs) You know, what am I going to leave for my book when I write it? You know, but... You know, that particular part of Arizona, Sedona, Arizona, for those that don't know, is there's a supposedly a, a high uh, activity of, um, let's just say, uh, la, 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 energy that is not of Earth. So you guys do the research on Sedona. So anyway, I want to talk about the Galactic Federation, Star Nations. I just want to give you guys a little bit of basic information before I go ahead and share with you the information that I channel. Why did I channel a, a, a high, 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 high dimensional being such as somebody in the Galactic Federation? Well, number one, because I was asked. A, a brother by the name of Kim Tron that, that has been watching my videos for quite some time emailed me through YouTube and said, Sister Stone, you know, you're an excellent medium, and 
I love your celebrity videos when you communicate with the spirits. And, you know, how about you, you know, contact some of the, the higher beings and, and, and ask them, you know, certain questions and whatnot. And I said, well, I sat there and I pondered on that thing for a minute. I said, you know what, you're damn straight. This is what I'm saying to myself. I said, self, maybe this brother was sent. Maybe they, not maybe, because I'm going to share with you all what happened, because I was already contacted a couple of times, but the first time they had scared the shit out of me, so I had just closed out all communications, cut off my Internet and everything. I'll tell you all why. Okay. But I said, wow, maybe this brother was sent to, you know, put some fire under my behind to get something going. Because I said, wow, you know, I do these celebrities, these deceased celebrities, these people that have crossed on. A lot of times when I do you all sessions, you all's deceased relatives will come through and I will give you messages. And as far as I'm concerned, I I won't say that those are lower vibrational energies, you know, depending and based upon where they are or where they were spiritually when they crossed over. But, hell, if I can channel those type of entities, why not? If I can channel, you know, entities or or the spirits of people to give you information about their lives or, or really what it is is entertainment, let's just keep it 100, then why wouldn't I channel the type of beings that will give me information that will be helpful to humanity. So that's why. I have read books and watched videos and seen a lot of non-melanated people channeling these higher beings. And and, 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 and many years ago when I first got into this information and I read a series of books called The Law of One, the raw material, but it's called The Law of One, you know, and it was channeled, these people were, this, this this woman was channeling these higher dimensional consciousness because that's that's how they communicate with you. It's, it's not like a person appears to you like how it's dramatized on many movies and whatnot, like some, some being appears to you. Most of the time it's just a telepathic communication, but it's just as clear and precise as you can hear me through these airwaves. Okay, so I had never really, I'm thinking to my, I was I was a skeptic many years ago until I learned that I had an ability that, that, that dead people wanted to talk to me. And I'm like, well, wait, this can't be normal. And I fought that. I fought that gift for many, many years because I was always under the impression that, you know, it was evil, those were demons. But a lot of the feelings that I would get wouldn't be feelings of evil, it would be feelings of people that were very sad. Feelings of people that probably needed to be healed. Feelings of people that never really got to say goodbye to their loved ones. So this is why mediumship can be useful. Because remember, once again, once we break past the paradigms of quote-unquote right and wrong, we realize that we have to depolarize ourselves, come where in the middle and realize that everything, absolutely everything, is about intent. Oh, yeah, I'm crystalled up, baby. I got these crystals around me. I'm ready for y'all right now. So I hope that many of you are going to be ready for this information. Again, if you're not, it's okay. It's okay because I'm going to be sharing some things with you that are going to make you scratch your heads like, whoa, wow, was that you speaking, Sister Stone? Yes, it will be, and I'm going to tell you why. So the Galactic Federation outside of it being something that you hear about on Star Wars or or that type of thing, is said to be an organization 
you know, that that it was formed about four and a half million years ago, okay? And it's an organization of sentient beings or other uh, races outside of Earth and human races. You must not be as arrogant as to believe that, you know, we're the only race in our Milky Way galaxy and in our universe and in the multiverses, you know? All right? So what do you know about Earth history is what you've been told in his storybooks. See, there was an Earth history uh, many times over before the Earth history that we are aware of as human beings in this creation. Okay, Earth had many names prior to Earth, prior to Gaia, prior to Malkuth. All right, so anyway, the Galactic Federation you know, was formed to stop or help prevent a lot of dark forces, primarily interdimensional dark forces from taking over Earth or primarily taking over the Milky Way galaxy and dominating it. Okay, so now I'm going to go back and hit you with some of uh, uh, your as above, so below, uh, as it is in heaven, so it is on Earth. Where do you think that comes from? Moving forward. So... There was a lot of these interdimensional dark forces that wanted to, you know, like cold-hearted beings, like some of the ones that's here on Earth that are actually um, maybe not necessarily descendants, but I would say, yes, descendants, and also just straight up some of these other beings are are here with us now. Oh, yes, I know I'm about to start sounding crazy to some of y'all, but it's okay because I have my big, fat, sealanite stick right here, and again, I was very hesitant, as I am oftentimes, to talk about a lot of this with you all, but I know that it's going to ring a bell with so many people right now because we're waking up. So there's a reason why um, I was given the attribute called Starseed Healer because I got to, y'all, y'all got to know that this thing is bigger than just African spirituality. This thing is bigger than just, you know, hoodoo and voodoo and, and, and politics and, well, politics and all of that. This thing is much bigger than that. There's there's a whole bunch of politics going on uh, uh, outside of Earth, if you will. So anyway, all of these, they, they have these dark, you know, beings that are all over the galaxy. And what happened is there was a period of time that there was there was war, okay? Um, these dark beings went all over through the galaxy and was conquering different star systems and whatnot, okay? You guys may have heard the... Uh, uh, terms like uh, reptilians or, 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 or draconians or Syrians or Arcturians or, you know, these are just different terms that you may have already heard or seen running across YouTube and was like, okay, what's that? I might not be ready. Let me just keep moving past it. Okay. See, human beings, we're different. We're unique. We have this free will. We have this sort of demigod nature, so to speak, where we have this this godlike DNA once it's activated. But until then, you know, we're we're stuck in this dense 3D reality, which oftentimes the lessons attached to it hmm, may cause what we perceive as pain. Okay, so that's why the Galactic Federation was formed, to pretty much to protect the galaxy. The Galactic Federation sees itself basically as like a United Nations of star systems. Does that make sense? And and what they wanted was to create this organization that would allow light, okay, 
the vibration of light to continue to flow into our Milky Way galaxy. So there's an article that I read that says that right now there are over 100,000 star systems and star leagues in the Galactic Federation. Okay. Okay, now the primary basis of this particular galactic light of creation is said to be love. Now, it goes on to say one of the basic premises of the Galactic Federation is to provide for a system of defense against sudden and unwarranted attacks. This is what the article says here. All right. It says here, in addition, the Galactic Federation also has the important tasks of exploration, technology exchange, and cultural interaction. Hence, the Galactic Federation is constantly sending scientists, and liaison teams on space missions to other star systems that are not yet a part of the Galactic Federation. Another premise, okay, the article says that we must emphasize is that the Galactic Federation, through its various layers of councils, has found a way to organize planets, star systems, and star leagues into our Milky Way galaxy's 14 regional councils. And I know this is sounding like Japanese to many of you, but just listen. Allow the seed to be planted. Okay. Now, the Galactic Federation is pretty much fully conscious, meaning when I say fully conscious, meaning fully conscious in awareness of who they are, how things work. When I say how things, I mean everything, even things that we don't even know what that thing, that thing, that thing is. (laughs) Okay. These are beings that consider themselves to be fully conscious and peaceful civilizations. Okay. Now, what is is said is that our sun, our sun is like a gateway or a portal into the galaxy. See, it's, it's so much, and I, I'm just trying to figure out how much time I'm going to have to get off in the, some, of this, some of this with you. Okay, Um, so what it says now, okay, it says your planet, this is what it says in the article, it says the newearth.org. So this is the uh, website if you guys want to check out the article for yourself, all right? It says here, your planet and surrounding solar system have been given a dispensation from Galactic Federation rules on membership because of the efforts of the Syrian Governing Council and your spiritual hierarchy. The spiritual hierarchy reminded all Galactic Federation councils of the special position of your solar system as both an important showcase solar system and as the underwriting cause for human sentiency in the first place. This argument finally overturned the karmic laws established by certain Pleiadian elements. And it says here, the the Nibiruans, Nibiruans, you know, those from Nibiru, to some tongue twisted right now, of control of your solar system since the fall of Atlantis. Now, many of you have already heard of Atlantis, the underwater city, or the city that went underwater some 10,000 years ago. Okay, so like I said, a lot of this, I just want to plant a seed for you. You could do research on, you know, who the Galactic Federation are, uh, what their purpose is. I just want to present to you a basic outline of information before I share with you the messages that I channeled through these beings. Yes, in order to channel through these beings, you must have 
first of all, gratitude. I had to enter just like I, and it's no different than when I prepare myself to do a celebrity reading or a reading with with anyone for that matter. And now I've learned, um, you know, through meditation that I pretty much have to prepare myself ritualistically every day, just because I never know when a, a being from the astral realm will try to communicate with me. So I had stopped doing the celebrity readings for a minute recently because. I learned that there is a particular ritual that needs to be done before you try to open up any communication with any spirit outside of the earth realm so that you are not deceived and are inviting an unwanted energy back through particular portals with you. See, doing spiritual work and, and opening yourself up to things like divination family is not play. It's not like Ouija board, you know, Hasbro, toy store, like fun and games. Like it's very serious. It's very serious, and once you once you open yourself up and connect to that type of energy, it's really no turning back. So you have to move forward without fear. You have to move forward in faith and utterly and totally believing that the impressions, that the sights, the visions, the images, and the experiences that you are experiencing are real. Otherwise, you might lose your mind. Okay? All right, so I just want to give you a little bit of... of, of um, background on what the Galactic, Galactic Federation is, and you guys can check that out. Now, just to kind of reiterate, um, as far as star seeds and, and different star beings for you, I, I want to just kind of, just for the sake of those that would be new to this information, I want to explain to you, for those of you all that don't know what star seed means, uh, walk in, light workers, you know, all of these different things you hear people talking about, oh, I'm a light worker, I'm a star seed, I'm a this, I'm a that. Well, a lot of times people call themselves that just by aligning themselves with a certain set of characteristics. Not really that their DNA has been activated or that it was revealed to them that they are, in fact, a star seed on an earth mission. I will give to you what are some common after doing research across many different uh, forums and, and, and websites and, and videos and books that are some common shared characteristics really quickly. I'm going to go through this with you of starseeds and, and what they call light workers and whatnot. All right, just to give you a background of all of this before I share with you this channeled information. All right, so... Our planet, planet Earth. Let me let me let me prelude this and and say that Earth. You know how we've always heard that Earth is a school. I, I've I've said before that Earth is this, uh, a universe university, university, where we come here, where we where we where we learn. You've heard oftentimes people elude to the fact that. We all chose to come here and, and, and different things, and, and that was confirmed to me in, in more words than a few and why certain things are the way they are uh, when I connected with this this consciousness. I don't even want to say it was a person or, or one being because, again, communications I've learned that come, that come from uh, those higher realms and those higher dimensions 
it it is it's more so as a consciousness. It's like it's not like one of your ancestors speaking to you and appearing to you, or again the dramatized angels that appear in biblical and Christian movies. It, it it's not like that. It's like it's a consciousness. So it's not really anything that appeared to me. Uh, visually, whether it was through psychic vision, it was more a telepathic communication, and I was able to do what is called automatic writing. That is also something else that you guys can do uh, research on. Again, I've shared with you about automatic writing that many of you probably automatically write or channel and, and do automatic writing when you write poetry or when you write songs and it just flows through you. This is just on a, on a smaller level of what automatic writing can be, just to, just to introduce many of you to the concept. Again, this will be familiar territory with a lot of you. But for those of you that love music or poetry or, or even art and different things and, and something just comes to you like crazy and you just you just go at it and you can't stop. It's like an energy that flows through you and you can't stop until the masterpiece is complete. Well, guess what? That was automatic writing or automatic painting. Okay, so once you are aware that you had that ability, then you can use it to... Um, just like you would use oracle cards or tarot cards or tea leaves or cowrie shells or ohms or I Ching, I Ching, however you want to pronounce that word, or any form of divination or meditation, okay? So our earth, this university, this school, okay, um, is where souls volunteer to come and you know, work out what 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 we understand as karma, which ooh, that's that's also debatable too. This thing we call karma. Alright. But when we come here, when we when we descend and like I've said to you before, everybody's talking about the ascension and ascending. Oh, how can I tell if I'm ascending? What are some of the symptoms of ascension? Well, you need to first work through your symptoms of descension, my darlings. Because on top of being born with amnesia, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Being born with amnesia and not really, you know, fully being able to remember consciously who you were in former lifetimes or or that you were even from some faraway galaxy, your soul I'm talking about, not your physical body, okay? may not be aware of any of that because you were born uh, under a veil of amnesia. You, you understand what I'm saying? So you come here to earth for whatever assignment that you volunteered for or whatever you needed to complete from, from, from some other time, whatever lesson, you know, some people will incarnate again and some people will not. You know, when I say incarnate, I mean physically because we do understand that energy never dies. Energy is a continuum. Okay? So to give you a quick breakdown for those of you, okay, star seeds, you know, um, may not necessarily come from this earth. Not everyone on earth is from earth. Okay, some people come from other planets and civilizations, and you've heard people like Dr. Delbert Blair and Malachi York, and like I said, there there's a few melanated people on this science and on this knowledge right here, but it's not many because we were taught that it's oh, it's spooky, it's out of space, it's it's Twilight Zone-ish, it's 
like I said, man, it's a point right now as we move into this age of Aquarius, Pluto being a Capricorn, all these different things, you know, we need to we need to kind of understand that everything that we thought was a joke is not a joke and everything that we thought is serious may not be serious. Okay. Now, some starseeds come here and they walk around with human bodies. Okay? Just like we are now, human bodies. You are incarnated through, um, you know, your soul incarnated through the normal processes that it takes to create human life. Your, Your parents had sex, feel me, and that's what it was. Now, I'm going to talk to y'all maybe a little bit about this whole concept of immaculate conception when I tell you about starseeds and why the people that try to rewrite the Bible for you, um, they have a certain basis of ancient information pretty much that was, and I'm channeling right now just if y'all, if it sounds like I'm like kind of slurring because that's that's how it comes, but, you know, those that rewrite, rewrote the Bible for you, um, the information that they have, a lot of it is based on uh, what we what we perceive as truth, as as our human consciousness can perceive and understand it. However, uh, by the time somebody makes something sound like a a, a story or make believe. You know, people won't believe it, so they'll, long, like I said, as long as you believe it's a joke, it's a joke. You'll never explore it any further. But let me continue so you'll understand what I'm talking about here. You'll understand what I'm talking about here. Again, I'm speaking to your higher self right now. So if you're not ready, just know that I'm planting a seed, and hopefully you'll you'll do the research. Okay, so most starseeds that come to the earth, right, most starseeds that come to the earth will come here with, feeling intensely lonely. They feel like they don't belong to their earth family. You feel like, man, you feel like you're adopted, but you know you weren't because you, you, you favor your parents physically. You have their physical characteristics. Um, most starseeds, and I've gone through this information before, but I'll go through it again really quickly. They begin to question the ways of earth at an early age. Many are called black sheep of the family. These are characteristics, you know. The black sheep, that's us. Uh, Many of us, and I know I do, have a fascination with stars. I've got a huge telescope in my backyard right now, and I'm always looking up, all the way up, you know, and and you feel like you're connected with something out there, way out there somewhere. You don't know what, you don't know how, but you feel like you're connected to something out there. Uh, Most star seeds are drawn to metaphysical teachings. You know, you're always seeking answers, and this is why you feel alone because you don't have friends and people to understand you. I was just talking to one of my sisters, you know, the other day, and we were saying how, wow, how good does it feel to connect with somebody that that understands and overstands our plight as the star seeds. Okay. Um. It says here that many, and this was a new characteristic that I that I happened upon here, but it says here in my notes, it says many have an adversarial relationship with the parent of the opposite sex. Hmm. Meaning you you know one of your parents, it, it, you you know, 
just doesn't get you, just doesn't understand you. Y'all don't quite get along or see eye to eye. Hmm? It says here, also, the majority of starseeds have a facial shape of your mother, but the remainder of the physical body is like that of the father's or the other way around, depending upon which parent is the real parent. And I'm going to talk about real parents and whatnot in a minute of starseeds. And this is where your whole immaculate conception of of, of of Jesus Christ being born like this and that. This is where this idea comes from. Okay, but you must understand that Christianity was only around, what are we in, 2016, Anno Domini. Okay, so that means 2,000 years ago, Christianity popped up and was like, here I is, boy. Okay, so what was there before that? What was that before Nubia? Because you cannot. Let me let me explain something to you, my brothers and sisters. Hotep. Hotep to all of you. That 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 love, honor and respect Kemet and the teachings and the philosophies that come out of Kemet, but how can you honor Kemet without honoring Nubia? You cannot. Without honoring the Dogon. Dogon peoples. Our first cosmic ancestors who who really they the ones that found the, the 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 dark star, Sirius B. They found the Sirius star long before the European astronomers saw it with their telescopes. The Dogon people already knew. But let me keep moving forward with you, star seeds. Okay. So it's like I said about that when it says you might have a facial shape of your mother, but the rest of your body. It's like your father or, or, or your mother, and it says depending upon uh, your real pa- who your real parent is, it says this is done for a reason. It says if you're a star seed, normally um, you have a lower than normal body temperature and inability to handle heat. You don't like it too hot. It says here the majority of star seeds and walk-ins, and I'll talk to you about what a walk-in is in a second, carry the crystal gene for DNA recoding or ascension, or it's like a it's like a wake up call mechanism. So if you're a star seed, you're automatically bred with again what scientists used to like to call junk DNA. It's not junk DNA. It's dormant DNA that will activate itself if it hasn't already. Will activate itself at a particular time in your life, at a particular time in your awakening, or what the the the, the Indian tradition, East Indian tradition, call your kundalini. Awakening, okay, and you it, it, pretty much it's already in you. But once it's activated, that crystal, crystal, remember crystal, Christ-like heart-centeredness. That that that's where the whole Christ thing come from. But again, I'm not getting ready to talk about Christ and Christianity right now, okay. But once that crystalline gene is activated inside of you, it allows for more clearer guidance. Think about crystals how crystals are inside of you. So just think of, of, of the earth, for example, being this this is how I like to look at it. Look at look example as the earth and, and regular rocks and stones that you pick up off the ground being of the earth's lowest vibration. But then when they go mining for certain precious minerals and crystals, crystals it's also like a rock, right? 
but it has a, a, a different particular vibration. Now, the regular rock or pebble that you pick up or that you kick down the street, oh, don't kick that rock because it also has a vibration, but it just doesn't have as high a vibration as the crystals. You follow me? You with me? You get to me, I say? So it's the same as your human body. You have your your physical 3D uh, self, your physical 3D self, which may be prone to sickness, illness, disease, all that. But once that crystalline DNA or gene or whatever is activated inside you, you should not have no sickness. I'm serious. And maybe I'll talk about that in another video. But once that crystalline DNA is activated, once you've had your so-called kundalini experience, you should be able to heal yourself at will. And that is one of the questions that I asked. The person's name was Danai. Danai, if I pronounce, I don't even know how to spell it because, again, the, if, these were communications that came to me telepathically as conscious thought form. So the person's name was Danai, and I asked Danai about human beings' real ability to heal themselves. All right, so this DNA recoding, okay, a lot of us, this this is what needs to happen, all right? So once this happens, it allows for a quicker understanding of all your emotional blocks that must be cleared in order for you to fully activate. So that's the funny thing about activation. When when you hear people talk about activation, DNA activation, blah, 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 ascension, symptoms, and all of that, I, I would be amiss to say that, you know, not to say that the the awakening process may be may be quick and abrupt and 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 painful or painless. It it could be over a short time of of days. It could be over years, depending upon how much emotional and mental clutter is there. So for those of you all, there's some of you all who some of your dormant strands have been activated, yes, because you're you're able to uh uh hear and see uh uh and feel the spirits and the things uh, of of the different realms. You're becoming more aware of a reality outside of your physical reality. Yes, you are aware but you have not mastered all of the chakras. You will never be able to, even me, who am I saying this to you like I'm not included? So let me back that up by speaking a little French and saying we will never be able to uh, connect to beings of higher, higher, higher dimensions until we clear all of the blockages, junk, clutter, and garbage from our seven earthly energy centers. Your root through your crown must be cleared and functioning on a healthy level before you can activate your higher chakras above your head and connect with higher beings. I had to do some serious, serious crystal work and meditation before I was able to channel this Galactic Federation information. Okay, so now breaking down the thing about the star seeds having this, 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 these. <laughs> I know this is gonna sound crazy, but I gotta give it to y'all because I'm I have to. So going back to how you guys have always heard this story about this immaculate birth 
And and believe it or not, um, throughout history in different cultures, and I'm speaking of Christ because this was the most recent for this area in this in this dispensation of time. Um, that that most people around the world are familiar with, but before Christ, you know, there was different different ones throughout cultural history who also can share a story of some sort of a quote unquote immaculate birth where there was no father, where the mother was just boom, whew, pregnant. But I think they took that out of context. Because this is really what it means. I'm going to read to you this part of the article, and I'm going to share with you how. I was supposed to interpret it. Now, it says here, star seeds commonly have three parents, two earth parents and one off-world parent. For example, there can be an off-world father. In this case, the earth father will be the surrogate. There are also instances when a child has two or more off-world parents, each one contributing DNA to create the star-seeded child. These are unique instances. It says, there is a contract made between the earth parent and the off-world parent for the earth parent to love and rear the starseed child. Many times the earth parent is a starseed as well. The starseed child looks more like the surrogate earth parent to ensure that they are accepted by that parent at birth. In the majority of cases, the off-world parent is not of human origin as the human species is the least prolific in our universe. So if you guys heard the intro when I, that's my record that I, I said, if you a star seed, I'm going to give you what you need. And I spoke about the Galactic Federation and the star nations and all of that. It says here, human origin, it says the, the off-world parent is not of human origin as the human species is the least prolific in our universe. So what does that mean, Sister Stone? Well, let me pause right there and tell you that that means that if you seem to have what we like to call X-Men abilities, God power, uh, uh, all the clairs, clairsentience, claircognizance, clairvoyance, clairaudience, all of those different things. Um, it is possible that you have uh, starseed DNA, off-world, off-earth DNA, if, if humans are the least prolific. Why are some humans... Uh, uh, at the age of seven, able to master uh, uh, difficult symphonies like Bach and Beethoven at seven years old. That's a starseed. Hmm? That's a starseed. But a lot of times when we, when we are born, and many of you are out there going to be able to relate to this. I got my hand in the air right now. But we had a rough life. There's often abuse in childhood, neglect, abandonment by one or both parents. Get this. Don't feel bad if your daddy or your mama walked out on you. Guess what? If you a star seed baby, they were supposed to walk out. Y'all ain't ready for that, though. I know you're not ready. See, I'm about to warm up. You might not be ready for this, but I, I don't have a choice but to give it to you. I don't have a choice. I don't have a choice. I don't have a choice. Whew, don't be upset if they walked out because if you were starseed, they were probably just your surrogate. Okay? You may look like that parent, but their purpose, okay, was as you was the starseed, whether you was put inside the, the light 
of your consciousness was put inside of the sperm or the egg, one of your parents who you might not get along with all that well, who you seem estranged from, <laughs> y'all ain't ready, but I'm going to keep moving forward. It says here, star seeds are here on earth as representatives of their civilizations. Their purpose is to create templates that can be used by the members of their home world to overcome some problem that hinders their spiritual evolution as a soul group. That should make sense. Let's just look at, at uh, here on earth. Okay, look, remember this, as above, so below. Look at the, look at the plight of, 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 of melanated uh, Americans, indigenous to the United States. As a soul group, you should be able to relate. There are star seeds interwoven throughout you. Have you ever heard of the 144,000 civilizations? Okay, well, supposedly some of these people have been seeded into the earth, seeded into the earth. And it says here these civilizations closely watch their beloved children. Have you ever been in a near-death experience, like about to get in a car accident. Let me just pause right there for a second, whereas you guys want to say, oh, it was Jesus that helped me, it was God that helped me. Yes, baby, whatever you want to call it, they, they understand. Your, your cosmic ancestors, they understand. They're not upset with you because they know that you needed something on earth to grasp because you're in a dense population on a dense planet with a dense vibration so you can only perceive things with a limited and dense understanding. So they're not mad that you feel like it was Jesus that saved you. They're not mad that you feel like that it was some miraculous act. Listen. Listen, if you are a star seed, you you you've been you've been in some you might have ooh, I've heard I heard the story of a man who got shot seventeen times and lived. Then he turned around his life to start helping, you know, young boys. He was a drug dealer and stuff out there. He was a star seed. He was a star seed. He was a star seed. Let me not get off track. Let me not get off track. Okay? Now, you 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 must understand what your what your what your purpose is, okay? All right, but your 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 cosmic ancestors are very they they're in the higher dimensions, and it's kind of like I always like to revert back to the movie The Matrix. For those of you that have seen it, it's something that that we can easily kind of relate to, okay, on that level. Okay, uh, of the Matrix and how, you know, when Neo was down on Earth and the difference when he was up there with Morpheus and with, you know, with the Oracle and everything. It was a difference in the vibration. It was a difference in what he was able to do when he was in that realm, when he was just on the Earth at his little computer, being whatever his name was, Neo, not the one. When he was up there in the realms, the real reality, he was the one. When he was at the computer, you know, doing being a little hacker, he was just Neo. Okay? You have to know what your purpose is, but this is kind of like the way that it is. And, and that was just like just like in the Matrix, the Matrix represents, well, well, outside of the Matrix, the Matrix represents the grid that we're trapped in here on Earth, this grid of consciousness that we're constantly and steadily, steadily fighting to come out of that trap and that paradigm which is why some of the things that were channeled to me last night 
um, it kind of shook me at my soul because I was like, wait, you're basically asking me to change everything that I am about myself. But moving forward, we're, we're almost to that, and I'm going to share this channeled information with you. Okay. Now, Walk-ins. Let me give you. Let me give you. Let me give you the, the 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 definition really quickly of a walk-in, and I'm not talking about walking into a beauty salon and getting your hair done. Okay. It says a walk-in is a person from another dimension who has walked into the body of a person on Earth. Oh, wait a minute, Sister Stone. Please shut up because you're going too far now. Let me back that one up and read that sentence again for you. A walk-in is a person from another dimension who has walked into the body of a person on earth. You all remember back in the day the movie, The Invasion of the Body Snatchers? Okay, I'm going to just leave that there and let you ponder on that. It says here, in all cases, whether you're a walk-in or whether you're saucy, it says here, in all cases, there is a pre-birth contract for this to occur. All right, now, it says some walk-ins come into much younger bodies, meaning that you might not have been a star seed, but you was a perfect candidate. You might have been three or four years old, and your parents or might might even been six or seven, and your parents might say, well, around uh, Johnny was six or seven years old, I started noticing exceptional abilities of him or her, you know. Lisa, she was, she was magnificent. She could play an entire symphony standing on her head while eating an ice cream cone. You know, whatever. I'm being silly right now, but I'm 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 appealing to the mind that that may not be able to grasp this information. Okay, so it says here some walk-ins will come into much younger bodies. It says when a child walk-in occurs, it is because the soul coming in needs the experiences of childhood and adolescence as a foundation for their mission. Are you with me? You could take notes at any time now. I told your class was in session. Hmm? It says childhood and adolescent walk-ins usually don't awaken until they reach adulthood. See, and that's the difference between a lot of the children that are the age of 10 and under. I'm being generous if I say 12, but I can, I can say 10 and under. If you have a child or a niece or a nephew or a child in your life or, or like my sister who teaches children, you know, if you have a child... 10 and under in your life, they are probably already fully conscious to a degree, maybe 60, 70% conscious to a degree in what they need, what they've been born to. Like my boys, my seven and six-year-old boys, you know, have a certain awareness because, they, well, they were literally called out of the sky, and I've shared that, that, that story with you guys before, case where we thought that there was infertility there, and then you do this meditation and you call your babies out of the universe. You tell them, come on! For those of you sisters running around here thinking that you're infertile, I'm telling y'all something right now, but that's another story. So, okay, it says here that that soul needs the experiences of childhood and adolescence as a foundation for their mission. It says, it says more often than not, walk in, step in when the whole soul has reached adulthood. So it's more likely that the walk-in will come in when you reach adulthood. So you might have been, this is the case where you see people, for example, who, wow, may have been, you look at them all their life, they were a troublemaker. What we, what we term now, what we perceive as a troublemaker, okay, their whole life, and then all of a sudden some sort of miraculous change comes over their life. And you're like, wow, is this, is this little Johnny who I went to elementary school with who was spitting spitballs at me? 
And he says, yes, I am he. <laughs> you know, speaking all galactic and shit. <laughs> you know? So this is what that means. All right? That's what that means is that it more often than not, Okay, it, it steps in when the whole soul has reached adulthood, and this allows them to utilize the maturity and life experience that's gained by the whole soul, meaning that, look, you this person had already been through something, you know, it doesn't take away the fact that you may have also been an, an indigo, but, but a lot of people kind of throw these terms around loosely and think there's differences in a lot of these, okay? Now, here are the type of walk-ins real quick. You have a full soul exchange where the whole soul completely vacates the body. Now, that might sound scary, but I tell you what, if I had a soul and there's a lot of traditions in Africa, which this makes me sick to my stomach, but I've been doing a lot of spiritual research here lately and getting downloads and cosmic information and believe this or not, a lot of traditions in Africa will beat almost damn near to death and murder children who they consider to be witches. That's right. I said children. Six, seven, eight, nine years old. They are traditions right now today who, and I listened to a Kenyan preacher talk on YouTube. I, was, I, I watch these people sometimes to hear their mindset. And, and they believe that if you, if, if you kill a witch, and, and, and they say that witches are very big in Kenya, that Kenya is almost ruled completely by witchcraft. But if you kill a witch, that, that that's allowed, that you will not... Uh, be punished in any type of way spiritually for, or even in the eyes of the law, I guess, for committing murder because that's what they feel about about witches. But I tell you what, when it, as it pertains to a walk-in soul, I would rather there be a full soul exchange, as one of these definitions talks about here, where if there's an evil spirit, say for example that there is these these cases, one in maybe one hundred or one hundred thousand. Cases where a, a, a very evil and demonic spirit can be picked up on a child. How do we know that this is possible? Because they grow up to be people that murder people and eat people guts and raw and, and stuff like that. And only a very negative and or either some sort of other being from outside of this earth, because that's some shit that we just couldn't perceive as earthlings, right? So suppose that were the case and somebody came to me and said, Oh, well, your child has a demonic spirit on him, we could tell, and we're going to need to kill him because if we don't, he's going to grow up and murder your whole family. There's a story that uh, Prophet Bamba, my, my brethren from Senegal, who who is a Muslim, told me to Prophet Bamba uh, there was a story that that actually happened, that they actually had to kill a boy because it was foretold that he was going to grow up and kill his whole, his whole family and several people in his village. Well, I would actually be all down for a full soul exchange right there where my whole soul would vacate the body if I had a nasty, horrible soul like that. So that sounds a little bit scary, but again, I'm, I'm petitioning to your higher mind right now. So then there's the next type is called a soul braid. It says the whole soul receives and braids with the incoming walk-in soul for a specific length of time, meaning that your soul's intertwined. Your soul's intertwined. Okay. So that's what that's called. That's the second type. So the first type, your your original soul leaves the physical body and this, this walk-in starseed soul takes you over. You might, and, and how you know this is also evident, you might experience some sort of a spontaneous healing from a sickness or disease. That's just one way I'm going to throw that out there to you, okay? 
because they're coming with a vibration. Once again, once your DNA is activated, once those genes and those strands are activated within you, you should be able to heal yourself spontaneously. But that's a a talk for another day. And then the third type, okay, is, and it's the least common type, and it's it's the one requiring the most experience. It says, uh, a stasis walk-in, it says, most often used by the ancient time healers. And this is who I believe Aphrodite Stone is, who walked up into me. See, so I was born already a starseed as a child with certain gifts, but then, it, well, shit, that might kind of sound crazy because it would sound like I got a couple different people running around up in there, don't it? Well, hell, a lot of us do. Okay, but anyway, it says a stasis walk-in, one whose body is in stasis on their home world while their consciousness projects into our world and animates a body that the whole soul has vacated. Says this walk-in soul will leave the body during the sleep state in order to return home to carry on their other life. This type of walk-in is temporary and lasts for the duration of a mission. The whole soul can return once the walk-in's mission is complete. The whole soul is usually a time healer as well. So this is why I say this is probably many of us who probably you got into healing uh, and whatnot later on into life, channeling different things like that. That's why I say that's who I believe Aphrodite. I wasn't always Aphrodite Stone. I was called Lioness at one time. My moon sign is a Leo. I have a, a fiery personality about myself, although I'm a Cancer. I've always loved lions, even before I knew about astrology and knew I had a, a, a lion as a moon sign. So I was called Lioness. Then then I evolved to Sister Fire. So when you think about a fire lioness, you think about Sekhmet. So this was the journey that the cosmic ancestors took me as I began to study Kemetic traditions and philosophies. And then I evolved to Aphrodite Stone. This will probably be that stasis walk-in, that healer that comes in and out because I do astral travel and go do things. Because this is where any type of healing or spiritual work takes place. You do understand that, right? That it all takes place in the astral realm. Nothing takes place here but that which will keep you grounded to this reality, your prescription drugs. Different things like that. Even when it comes on to herbs and different things like that, I promise you. That once your DNA is activated, you won't even need an herb. All right? So, real quick, I'm going to get through this. Now, it says here, usually occurring uh, indications of a walk-in usually occur during a traumatic event. Okay, so you might it might have happened during a car accident, near-death experience, uh, those different type of things. Um you might feel like a, an imposter within your family all of a sudden. You might have been getting along with everybody throughout childhood, and then as you grew older, right, um, you start feeling like, man, what the hell is wrong with these people? So you might be a walk-in starseed, okay? Uh, memory lapses sometimes, trouble with speech, you know, stuttering when you didn't used to, and different things like that. Uh, sudden change in taste of food and clothing and decor, Sudden loss of interest in particular career and hobbies. And then you got a newfound spirituality of all things spiritual. You just can't leave it alone, baby. It's like an addiction. Well, guess what? You might be a walk-in starseed. Okay? Some of your personal relationships might get more distant and some might get stronger. 
Now, this is this is odd, this particular one right here, because I believe that, and then my next talk is going to be about spiritual spouses. I just didn't have enough time to cram it all in here, but we're going to talk about spiritual spouses, and y'all going to love that one because there is such a thing. But one of the things about a, a starseed walk-in, it says here, divorce occurs usually two to three years after the walk-in has arrived, meaning that, you know, just the energy doesn't any longer relate to that partner who you were with or divorce or breakup of a relationship. All right. Also, if you have a strong knowing that you have a mission to accomplish, though you may not remember what it is, you might be a walk-in. All right. You may have memories. Uh, you usually will carry the crystal gene, and a lot of them, it says here, are, are drawn to do grid and vortex work. All right, and all a light worker is is just a real simple definition. All a light worker is 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 a light worker, or light workers are people who actually chose to do their part to assist Earth and humanity in us waking up in our ascension. So anybody that falls under those categories could consider themselves if they wanted to use that term, a light worker. It says a light worker is a term given to those who are actively on the spiritual path. It says, and it says here, get this: not all light workers are star seeds or walk-ins. And star seeds and walk-ins only become light workers when they have made the conscious choice to begin their spiritual path and assist others. Meaning that you might have been born a star seed and you might have had a walk-in in, in, in adulthood, but you still ain't really a light worker until you become consciously aware and begin to start being active in the work. All right. So, and it also, that term can also refer to some etheric beings that come from Sirius, uh, Orion, a uh, human soul group, and it's just a remnant. Uh, Lyrian or Lyrian humans uh, survived the first great galactic war going back to the Galactic Federation. It was a, a huge galactic war. So, again, that's all I'm going to share with you guys on that. So, let's get into this channeled information. And my notes are all over the place, so you guys bear with me, but... um. This came, and I actually, I will incorporate into this video because I figure some people might not believe me, but I, I don't care. I shouldn't have even went through the trouble of trying to record anything because those, again, who will believe and who it will resonate with. But I actually put the camera on for just a few minutes to show you all what was going on as I was automatic writing. And so anybody that is familiar with automatic writing will know that that's exactly what was going on. You know, just to kind of show you guys that I was, in fact, channeling this higher dimensional being. So there was first a couple of questions that I asked, okay, so um, I was just in, and how I approached it, again, I approached it with gratitude, having done a series of spiritual baths and working with crystals, so if you guys are interested in kind of making contact with the Galactic Federation, again, don't start trying to tap into things and you still got anger problems and you're going through problems with your relationship and you're not clear because what you will attract when you're opening yourself up, you will attract lower vibrational entities that may come in to your consciousness into that you are are are, are knowingly or unknowingly drawing into your reality that will wreak havoc on your life. So if you attempt to contact higher dimensional beings, you must first be pure. You must first be in alignment. You must first be relaxed. Uh, uh, all of these different things and, and, with an, and then put the protection of white or either gold light around yourself. Okay, so after I had done all of this grounding and everything, you know, I just sat there quietly because the thing is to listen 
because the way that they communicate with you is you you have to be still, you have to be quiet, and you have to listen, and and it and it funnels in literally through your crown chakra as thought form. I didn't even really literally have a chance to process any of the information. It was literally funneling in through my crown chakra, going going through my heart and out through my right hand because I'm I'm right-handed as a writer. All right, so the first communication, the first message that they dropped on me was kind of like a personal message, and I'm just going to read to you the notes as I wrote them so that I don't leave anything out or add anything. All right, and it says here, the first time, this is what they said to me personally. They said, the first time we appeared to you, you reacted with fear, and fear is an emotion slash vibration that you have learned we cannot withstand. We then allowed you to go through a series of tasks, lessons, and journeys that will show you in depth the answers you at this time did seek. You have traveled between dimensions, lower and higher, and you have interacted and communicated with beings in these realms. What more can we show you? We know that you do not doubt, but that you still hold fear, which is why we realize you are not ready to see us in our true form. It is time now to rise to the high level of consciousness that you have been seeking as it has been us initiating you the entire time. Now, words that came out and dropped were do now, move, go, move, forward. I don't know why they start I start writing that, but that's um, what was um, going down. I start writing forward, up, inside, now, and then about earth is what came out, and then it says here, they, they relate to me, earth is a speck in space. This is channeled information that I, that I received from them. They said that earth is a speck in space that houses many nations. It says the reason we cannot physically see the other races of beings that walk around with us is because our earth reality or 3D perception limits us from seeing them in their true form. Many of them also have the ability to project themselves using what we know as holographic technology in addition to hypnotism. They went on to say that many of them are not, I repeat, not here to harm us, but many are. They relate, they relate to me further that many are here just to enjoy the human experience, but they understand that through brainwashing that you on earth have become Lovers of violence and war and would literally wage war on them. So kind of what I took from that is that there are actual beings uh, on earth with us, but the reason why that we can't see them in their true form, that we may see them as holographic images, but they also, some of them also have the um, such a higher intelligence over us that they are able to make us see what they want us to see. Okay, and what I was being, what was being revealed to me intuitively was that wasn't necessarily a bad thing, but it was more so for their own protection, because we we fear what we do not generally, you know, understand or even understand as humans. All right, so getting back to the channel notes, um, so they talked a little bit about, um, they talked about how spirits can enter us, and they told me that spirits can enter through our heart or any of our chakra points, all right? What causes the, the lower entities, which this is what we already know, depression, anger, addiction, um, and spirit can be dormant in us and any event can trigger it. So then I asked, 
um, I asked them about, wow, my notes are all over the place. Let me look here. Okay, so healing ourselves spiritually. Okay, this is what I asked them about. Are human beings able to heal ourselves uh, spiritually, heal ourselves and uh, other spirits? Um, and basically what they said was basically what I was saying was that the, the but that once our, our DNA is activated, okay, that we are able to spontaneously heal based on using the principles of cosmic energy and alchemy. This is what these principles were given uh, to us for, okay? Um, they went on to speak to me. I asked them about black magic, okay? And this really kind of rocked my world, but as I went on to ask them about black magic specifically, what was channeled to me was stop doing, I'm going to read it to you, stop doing money magic. And I don't know why this came, but this came. And they said, karma that is attached to it, this is just the way that they speak, they don't really speak in full sentences. Karma that is attached to it, the vibration of the energy used to get the money. And 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 and, it, and then it, they went on to say, rather plant good seeds in life. So I'm just trying to make sense of of what the, what I was channeling here. They said, stop doing money magic. The next note says, karma that is attached to it, the vibration of the energy used to get the money. So I so basically, in my interpretation of what this meant, when it comes on to any type of magic that is used to manipulate circumstances, there is going to be a particular karma that is attached to it based on the vibration that we use to get the money. Right, if we are um, using, you know, deities, for example, or 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 different things in magic, rather than planting good seeds in life and doing good things, which would automatically generate. Once again, once you're activated, you are aware of these principles from what they what they are telling me. Is that only people that have become activated can really understand even the concepts of giving and how it relates to you receiving abundance, even in the form of wealth. Okay, so that's what they said. They said stop doing money magic. Um, another message that was channeled here says the soul is eternal. Um, being attached to a physical school of thought keeps us trapped in a paradigm. Here's the other part that kind of shook me. And this was something that I asked, was I supposed to share it with everybody else or was it just for me? And they said that I am to share it with who would hear it. But this kind of shook my world because this completely moves me out of a particular paradigm. But they said, they said to me in the channel information, they said that we are to stop Feeding and worshiping deities. Yeah, I had to sit with that one for a minute, and I went on to meditate on that one for a minute because as somebody who had been in African spirituality for many years, I went on to ask why. And again, whoever you are, wherever you are listening to this, um, this does not have to resonate for you, but because I am really, really aware of how things work in the spirit realm, I would say that, um, you know, this information is valid. But anyway... They said, stop feeding and worshiping deities, and I said, why? And that's when they said that the soul is eternal and that when we attach ourselves, whether you are in African spirituality, uh, Celtic, you know, religion where you're calling on particular gods and goddesses, 
They said that that keeps us attached to a particular paradigm. What they went on to say through the channel automatic writing, it says here, they have had their time. You think you have to feed them to stay alive? How if energy never dies? They, like you, are eternal. This need to feed spirits or deities is an illusion, a trick to have you willfully volunteer your power because negative entities cannot just take your power. You must give it freely, but you can be manipulated and coerced. Now, that didn't come from me, fam, because y'all know that I'll go to the railroad tracks and leave Ogun a bloody stake in a heartbeat. But as I sat more and began to meditate on that information, and I and, and, and I stopped bucking the system because, remember, in order to communicate with these higher, higher, I'm talking about seventh, eighth, and higher dimensional beings, you can't be attached to any particular paradigm. So for a minute there, while I was channeling, I had to disconnect myself as a spiritualist connected to any paradigm. I just had to be free and open to receive information. And, and that's what they said about us feeding the deities. They said that they are energy. They will never die, that that's a trick and an illusion. That, that we have that same power, especially in this time now. They said the human spirituality and the concepts, I'm reading it here. They said here, no matter what your color, your race, your background, you are being deceived by lower forces. They said here, the human spirituality and the concepts interwoven within must evolve no differently than the human body does over a period of time. And I sat with that information for a minute, and I was like, so what are y'all telling me that I'm just supposed to say, say, f f forget it and, and, and buy to them? And what was channeled to me at that point was not necessarily that I was supposed to say, oh, forget Ogun Oshun Yemeya, all the, all the angels and ancestors that have been, have been, there's nothing wrong with honoring, but to, to beckon or, or bribe or, 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 or trade with a spirit to do earthly favors from what was channeled to me from the higher dimensions was that we're being deceived, that we are the ones that have the power to exact those changes that we need. If you want love, we are, we are taught in, in, in African spirituality that we must go and, and leave something for Oshun, leave some honey and all of this for Oshun. But Oshun doesn't, doesn't need that. And what they're saying is that we're being deceived because if spirits choose to align with us and work with us, it is a relationship that is based on love, that we are being deceived and, we, and what we are doing is we are actually giving away our spiritual power to lower forces. That shit knocked me off my socks and, and, and I'm going to have to still sit with it for a minute and allow that one to resonate. But again, family, that's just what um, mm, mm, mm. Uh, was channeled to me. So they went on to say here, this is also more channeled information. They said here that if you constantly feed a spirit to attain love or spirit's assistance to attain love or wealth, this is all you will achieve and you will continue to experience earth until you learn this. In other words, that we will continue to incarnate on earth until we realize that it is our own 
uh, untapped and latent powers and, and, and abilities to tap into consciousness, the same consciousness and energies that the deities that we align ourselves with are tapped into. We have the ability that we no longer, these galactic beings are telling me that we no longer need, and some people are going to flip their lids, but that's all right. Again, they said that spirituality, which was assigned to different groups, for us on earth, whether you're Ifa, whether you're Vodun, whether you're Christianity, whether you're Buddhist, you know, Islam, whatever, they were they were given, you know, for a certain for a certain reason. But the human spirituality, they said it here, and the concepts interwoven within must evolve no differently than the human body does over a period of time. Okay, they went on to say here that the purpose of introducing you and other humans to the thought concepts of deities is so that you become familiar with thought form as energy and the way it operates so that you understand the mysteries of earth, not to become trapped in a paradigm and certainly not to be intertwined with the energy concept known as money. At that point, I just had to sit down and take a glass of water like I'm about to do now and let y'all meditate for about 15 seconds on that. Okay. They said that. Let me read that one back to y'all for a minute. It says, the purpose of introducing you, meaning me, and other humans to the thought concept of deities is so that you become familiar with thought form as energy and the way it operates so that you understand the mysteries of earth, not to become trapped in a paradigm and certainly not to be intertwined with the energy concept known as money. That makes perfect sense, though, when we really, really want to be mature about it and not sit around with our thumbs stuck up like, oh, Sister Stone is crazy. Who the fuck is she out there talking to? You know, that makes plenty of sense because if we go along as as African spiritualists, if we go along with the concept that the deities or the Orisha are, 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 are but, but spiritual uh, or human personifications of the earthly elements, i.e. Ogun being iron, Shango being being fire, uh, uh, Yemeya being winds, uh, 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 ye, uh, uh, excuse me, Yemeya being the oceans, Oya being the winds, Olokun also having that connect with Yemeya, you know, uh, uh, Oshun being the streams and the rivers. If we If we can grasp that concept, what they just channeled to me makes sense. It says that the reason why that they introduced us to the concepts of working and interacting with deities is so that we became familiar with thought form as energy and the way it operates. Not for us to get stuck into feeding spirits and stuck on that. We're supposed to, ooh, uh, are y'all ready or not? I'm get oh, I need, I need to hold a crystal to ground me, man, because this is, this is too much. Believe me, that one knocks me off my feet right there. I um so okay. They went on to say, oh, okay. I asked them, okay, because let me see, because my notes are all over the place. Okay, all right. Let me get to the part where I asked them because they was giving some real deep information over here. Only the illusion as such. Is this a veil? Okay, does this mean that some people, okay, where's the one that would say define wicked? Okay, anyway, so I asked them, um, um, 
you know, how is the spirit realm visual to humans or be, or other beings in the spirit realm? Okay, and I'm going to read to you what was channeled through automatic writing. It says here, and my writing is sloppy. I can't even understand my own writing because you're writing so fast trying to get the information out. It says here, to humans that are not aligned, it is not visible. In other words, meaning you ain't even going to be able to see it if you don't have a certain level of consciousness. It Don't even try. It says here, to humans who have developed a clear channeling and visualization ability and to spirits that once existed in physical form, it appears the same in layers, depending upon on how clear-minded or awakened the soul is will determine the clarity by which they are able to perceive this reality. So basically, I was asking them, what does it look like, you know, um, you know, the different dimensions? What does a dimension look like? So basically, they were, they were very vague in there. So because they were vague, I asked, are there colors or other physical traits that stand out? And they went on to say, other than the term kaleidoscope, or a bubble glass, it may appear how to how each mind's eye perceives it, which determines where on the spirit soul realm said soul may enter. I didn't even understand that part, my damn self, but I kept writing. And they said, sights and vibration vary, but a common phenomena is the appearance of a fog or haze or smoke cloud shielding the reality. Mm-hmm. Shooting the reality. Okay. And then I said, is this a veil? And they said, yes. And that was it because they're so funny sometimes. Like sometimes if you ask a question, they'll just answer it with like one word. And then I said, I have a question. May I proceed? They said, yes, because I was getting a little tired at this point. And they will, and I felt the connection diminishing. But anyway, I um I asked my question. I said, as it pertains to humans being able to affect their own realities, is this thought form correct? They went on to say, it is correct in the sense that he or she that has chosen as a life path or life calling to be awakened at a specific time within their physical reality, yes. I said, how? They said, this person then has the ability to encounter information which will be transformative if used on, in a beneficial manner. Um, it says here, if a person has chosen not to become activated, he or she will live out the programmed experience that he or she chose prior to physical incarnation. And then I asked the question, I said, does this mean that some people chose to be wicked? Then this consciousness said to me, define wicked. And I said, wicked as in evil acts against others for no just reason. And they said yes. In other words, they said yes, some people chose to be wicked. And I said why? Because I was a little, you know, even though we know this, I, I wanted clarity for you all. So I said why? And they and and, and, and it went on to say because the choice was this initially to live out the experience, to be born and die at a certain time, to be killed by sickness, violence, or any other manner of ending the physical contract is a choice. And then I asked, does this mean that these people will not ascend or reach heaven, quote-unquote, or see a better life, quote-unquote, dimension elsewhere? So in other words, I was asking, does this mean that, you know, people who 
choose to be wicked, are they going to hell? As you know, the Christians teach, are they going to hell? Guess what the galactic beings said, family? They said no. And I said, why? They went on to say, because this was merely an earth assignment that may have been needed to clear karma or, again, merely for the experience. Where the soul originates from is where it will return. And I had to also sit with that one for a minute because that crushes the whole people going to hell theory. But now they did they did clarify further with me um, as I continued to sit in meditation. They did clarify further with me that what they meant by that was that, you know, where a person originated from, even if they chose to come to earth to in their, in their assignment, they wanted to live out the experience to be a mob boss and, and kill 200 people. That was their assignment, and, and it's not necessary or necessarily true that they're going to hell or what is determined as hell just because this is what they lived out their life. This is the from what the galactic beings were explaining to me that this was that person's uh, uh, uh choice to come and experience the earth experience in that manner. Now, based on a lot of karma that was accumulated, if you want to say that word, because the galactic beings do also do not believe in the term karma. I was also told that by them, that they do not believe in karma. Um, that um, That they said that you know, the person based on, I guess, you know, yes, based on that, their vibration and at the time that they exit, you know, where they are. But this is why, okay, kind of going back and leading, you know, leaning a little bit of, of stability to how when a lot of Christians would tell you, okay, well, a person could sin all their life and on their deathbed accept Jesus Christ or whatever and go to heaven. Well, that's kind of true, but not in those terms. So basically that's how the galactic beings broke that down for me is that where that soul originated from is where it's going to go back to. They're going to go back home. So if their home happened to be that lower vibration, yes, then they will go to what you all know as hell or a second or first dimension or underworld or under, under, underworld. Okay? But it's not just necessary because they came here and killed off 50 million people that they're going to hell because of that. Based on where they are when they exit it could be possible or how much, you know, negative energy or low vibrational energy they have accumulated while they were in their earth experience or, once again, if that was their home. All right, so then I asked the question, I said, um, is there anything else you would like me to inform humanity? And they said that, let me make sure this is the right page. Okay, they said that the technology called the human body is like a computer with skin. So this is just what they wanted me to tell you all as I was closing the communication. Because, again, I was getting tired and thirsty as I don't know what. But, um, and oddly enough, I, I, I should have known something was going to happen, that there was going to be some sort of a communication because in the middle part of the day, um, around like 5 o'clock, I got real sleepy, fam. And for those of you all that have channeled galactic or higher, higher dimensions above six dimension beings before, then you will know that I, I am true in what I'm saying. I, I 
I literally, around 5 or 6 o'clock in the afternoon yesterday, I was so tired, family. I had to lay down and take a nap. I, I was watching, trying to watch TV with my boys, trying to watch a couple documentaries, and I kept falling asleep through the documentaries, and I just laid down across the bed. I told my 17-year-old, I was like, listen, I'm going to take a nap and just lay across the bed for a few minutes. Family, that was like 5 o'clock. I didn't wake up to 12.30 midnight. And then I woke up and did the channel until 5 o'clock this morning. So I should have known something crazy was going to happen. But anyway, I asked them the question, was there anything they wanted me to inform humanity? They said the technology called the human body is like a computer with skin. It says the physical computers in its many complexities uh, were created to show you the non-scientific-minded how your own body as well as culture is supposed to operate, even the thought concept of everyone being connected everywhere in the world. Okay, so I had to sit with that for a minute because, again, the way that they talk is, like, broken. It doesn't come in full sentences. So basically what they were saying there, that they wanted us to know that our human body is basically like a computer with skin, that the body is complex, the brain, a circuit board, the heart, an energy center that, that gets electrical impulses and different stuff like that. And that the reason why computers were created was to kind of give us a reference, those who are not scientific-minded, as to how the body works. If you can understand the basics of how a computer works, this is also how your body works. And also, as far as the World Wide Web and Internet, through the web of consciousness that we as humans are connected on, which is why Sister Stone and other intuitives, you know, people like myself are able to do energy readings accurately because we're all connected and you all have the same abilities too. Now the question is whether you have awakened to those abilities or whether you've tapped into them. But I'm no special than than anybody else. I've just woke up into my star seat. You know, I had my awakening process and I'm and I'm walking into my into my cosmic calling. And part of my cosmic calling is helping to um awaken many of you. It's nothing that I'm doing in and of myself like I'm so special. I had to be able to be a channel. I'm not this smart. Now, I'm pretty intelligent because I read books, but to kind of come up with some of this stuff right here, somebody going to tell me that I can't give Ogun a bloody raw steak? Come on. So y'all got to know, this didn't come from me. Um. So anyway, oh, okay, so getting back to this part, this is when I asked, can the human body heal itself? They said, naturally, the human body can heal itself, but not without the mind. So this is where they start speaking. They said, the mind is the most vicious enemy of mankind, especially since it can be programmed to accept anything. They went on to say, the mind is the only, and I, they made me write only in big letters and I underlined it, it says the mind is the only tool that is needed for humans to heal themselves, but their difficulty and demise will come through learning this. And I said, wow. I said, wow, 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 wow. Like the reason why we're going to probably get sick from disease and illness and all manner of of physical um, ugliness is because, we're not going to accept the fact mentally that we can heal ourselves. We're not going to accept that. We're going to constantly be in a state of doubt when it comes to that because the mind is, like they told me, we already knew that, but this is what they said. Their words, Danai, this is the name of the consciousness that came to me, and I I don't even know how to spell it, Danai, but 
They said, naturally, the human body can heal itself, but not without the mind. And they went on to reiterate that point by saying that the mind is the most vicious enemy of mankind, especially since it can be programmed to accept anything. So once, the, once you go to the doctor and the doctor tells you, oh, Mrs. Bennett, um, yeah, you got stage four, you have stage four breast cancer. You're going to die in two weeks. So, oh, wow. First of all, they've, they've appealed to your lower vibration, which is fear. Root chakra already off off the charts right now because of that information you just been hit with, that bomb you just been hit with. So fear is going to take over, which is going to stagnate your creative ability to think of a viable solution, which will not, which will, you know, block you from being able to activate your solar plexus, which will block you from being able to activate your heart and then all the way up. Because remember, in order to heal yourself spontaneously, your strands have to be activated. You have to be awakened already. You don't need herbs. You don't need Reiki. You don't need nothing. But you do if you're not activated yet. And that's why those of us that can do Reiki and that can, like I've been recently gifted with a gift um, from the cosmic ancestors to be able to call sickness and disease out of the human body with my mouth. Just just talk it right out of you. You think I'm lying? Go back and listen to that banished negative energy prayer that I did. I, I don't even have to post the testimonials, and, and I'm not moving an ego, but I'm telling you the type of gifts that will be bestowed upon you. But the emails that I received, and I wouldn't even post them because it's not important. It's not about ego, you know, at this point. It's not about ego at all. But... You could be gifted with abilities like the Christ consciousness had, what they call Jesus Christ, which is just a crystalline being, a heart-centered entity, which which inhabited many physical vessels on earth in many different times. Okay? But go back and listen to, listen to that banished negative energy that the cosmic ancestors gave me to speak and gave me a certain language to speak in the background of what you all are actually hearing and people were emailing me and telling me how they felt spirits moving around and leaving out of their house because I'm you're, you're putting forth this energy to chase and banish. Not just to chase and banish because when you banish, it's going to go somewhere else, out in the ether. So you got to make a determination. Are you going to banish and send it back, even with your illness, that you're going to learn how to activate yourself and learn how to call that sickness and illness out of your body? You might say to yourself, you might have cancer. You might have diabetes. Did you know that you could say to your body, you could say to diabetes, diabetes, get the fuck out of here? You don't believe that, do you? And you're going to continue to have diabetes and cancer based on the fact that you don't believe what I just said. But if you command it to leave with a certain authority and a power, it has to leave you. But you can only do that if you're activated. Otherwise, you need Reiki. You need help with aligning your chakras. You, you need help. But you should not get dependent on these things. That's another thing that the that the that the members of the Galactic Federation wanted me to aware humanity is that we cannot get dependent. We are not here to be trapped in paradigms. We are not here for that. We are not here to be trapped into paradigms of 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 worshiping anything. Not even your Jesus Christ are you to be worshiping. Your Jesus Christ in that way was supposed to be an example for you 
but many of you, especially many of you churchgoers, are not even learning from the example that was set forth, okay? And a lot of it, unfortunately, is because of a lot of misinformation, which is why we can no longer doubt when, you know, even when they say, you know, um, when a lot of people want to doubt about channel information and messages, how can you doubt it if you believe that somebody can pull some cards on you and be completely accurate? Because energy, it's not that the cards are telling a reader anything fantastic. It's not that the I Ching or the tea leaves or the pendulum is telling anything, any telling the work in anything. It's your energy. And if a person is skilled in reading energy or they have guides or spiritual assistants who will help help them to interpret your energy, sure, they can give you accurate messages. So the only thing that I ask for those of you who may be a little bit skeptical to the information that I put forward here, and this will not be the last um, time that I channel information from higher beings. I actually like the feeling. It is a different feeling than when we work with uh, Ogun and Oshun and Sekhmet and for some of you that work with some of your European deities, uh, 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 Diana and some of your Norse deities and different ones, Hecate and all these different type of gods and goddesses. Um, You know, those of you that are still in that paradigm, then continue to do what it is that you have to do until you reach your, you know, your 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 place in evolution in spiritual evolution, but I never thought that I would I would hear myself say oh stop feeding deities because this is how we're taught that we we gain the favor of of the man I can only I can only just have to keep back keep going back and reading that and, and believe me I'm going to keep a portfolio of all the channel information but to share with you all really quickly about. My experience, just to give, just to let you all know, um, whether you believe in what they want to call UFO, unidentified, you know, this or that, whatever, all of these terms, once again, going back to the opening of the show, um, you hear a lot of these terms, galactic federation, star systems, you know, motherships, and all of these different things, and you start thinking immediately science fiction. Well, where do you think that it came from? Like, everything has a basis on something, even a lot of your horror movies and your movies about demonic possessions and, and spirits haunting houses and different things. Where did it come from? There had to be some earthly experience, yes? So this will not be new to you if you guys have scanned my channel. You've 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 heard me talk about star seeds. I've been visited on numerous occasions. Let me just go ahead and put that out there. That's not something that I talk about all like that because, for one, it, it, it's private, it's intimate, it's very humbling. Whenever you're visited from one of these beings, and I say visited, I, I use that term lightly. But you may have different levels of visitation. You may be visited by ancestors. You may be visited by what you consider to be an angelic being. I've been visited by angels as well as I've been visited from beings in higher dimensions. I've had spaceships or or, 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 or vessels, whatever y'all want to call them, hover over my house. And it wasn't just me that seen it. I've had witnesses. I have company at the house when some of these things will happen. And, and that's the thing that I actually put out into the universe. I said, if y'all are going to choose me, don't make me appear crazy to the people that, that I love and the people that I have to help. Don't make me look like I'm crazy. So before that, before I literally put that prayer out there in the universe, I would, these things would happen to me when I was by myself, and I would ask people, tell people about it, and they would look at me like, yeah, right. 
But then when I put that energy out there, I said, all right, y'all keep playing. Y'all want me? Then y'all got to let people know that if I'm coming to them with information that I'm not crazy, and then my husband starts saying things, uh, people, my neighbors, you know, be like, what was that over your house? You know, different things like that. So I said all that to y'all to say that, you know, it is real. And some people, I'm not the only one. Many of you listening. Some of you all have been taken in shifts. I've been on the inside of a ship. I don't know if I willingly went there, but it's very, very crazy some of these some of these experiences that y'all can have and it's not you can't tell the average person that. But because the awareness I guess now is becoming more widely accepted. I couldn't have said this fifteen years ago out loud. But because of the internet, which has its faults. But because of the Internet and and the Aquarian age that we're moving into, a lot of this information is readily available so that that would mean that millions of us are crazy (laughs) who said that we've seen, you know, some form of of extraterrestrial communication, had some form of extraterrestrial outside of Earth because that's all extraterrestrial means, family, is outside of Earth. Terror has to do with Earth, not terror like being terrified, but terror, T-E-R-A or T-E-R-R-A, terror, terrain, the Earth. These are your root words that you can look for. So extra, meaning outside of extraterrestrial, outside of Earth. That's all that means. You have interterrestrial beings, beings that live on the inside of the Earth. Y'all not ready for that one either. You understand what I'm saying? So before we can actually frown our noses up or, you know, give a middle finger to some of the information that's out here, I think that we first must, you know, align ourselves with a higher level of consciousness. And then we'll be able to accept, you know, truths in the fact that there are other realities, that there are other dimensions and all of these different things. And, and be glad. Like, aren't you glad? Aren't you glad to be this is a magnificent time to be alive. Aren't you glad to be alive in a time like now that you can witness things like that? You know, especially for those of us on a spiritual path, it's no longer a time to be fear. That's one of the things that, that the Galactic Federation uh, uh, consciousness that was that was communicating with me was also wanting to reiterate is that the fear, we got to strike the fear off the records. Because the only way that we as a, as a, as a mass consciousness or humanity is going to evolve is with the higher consciousness of love, you see. Even when it comes on to people, that's where that whole, see, it's so deep how philosophers and books can misinterpret information, but that's where the whole turn the other cheek comes from. It's not really that you turn in the other cheek to to let somebody, you know, dog you out or or step on you or walk on you like a mat. It's just that you become a master. You become a master, and sometimes, like, they give me a spirit, a, a series of tests. Like, somebody might try to shoot me some energy, and then immediately I'm ready to go holla at Ogun. But the test for me, the test for me is to instead of reacting and acting in a in a in a way that will send harm back to that person, the test for me was transmutating that negative energy and sending that person love. That yes, 
Yes, that's very big, but it's the only way that you're going to be able to interact with beings above the fifth dimension. Because right now, if you're good with, with visualization and, and, and shamanic journeying and all of these things, sure, you can go to 5D. You can go to 4D. Real quick, before we get out of here, I want to tell you a little bit about the beings that are on these different dimensions as the Galactic Federation Consciousness broke it down to me. Okay. So they even gave me a little diagram, which, I, again, I did uh, video record uh, uh, my doing this automatic writing. So how they explain to me the planes of spirituality, we're on, the th- we're on three, and let's just take it up to seven just for the sake of, sake of stopping at seven, although it goes higher. Okay, so we're at three, which is why you hear the term 3D, okay, uh, third dimension, okay, three, just know that. Okay, Earth which is a dense reality. Underneath us is two. This is the, what was channeled to me. Underneath us is two. Underneath that is one, So which, which, which I call the other world. Okay. Then there's one, which is the under underworld, which is the lowest vibrational forces there. Four, which is right above us, is where ancestors are. Now, this is what was channeled to me. I could be wrong because I don't know. I never, I, you know. But they told me that four is where ancestors are, recently passed and trapped souls, okay, as well as other deities like your your Orisha, your Loa. They travel back and forth between fourth, third, second, and even first. That's beings like Eshu, Elegwa, Legba, you know, different ones from different cultures, you know, wherever your culture is, whatever your, your background, you know, there are deities that go back and forth between the lower realms as well. Now, four, like I said, 4D, which is right above us, and then five, you can also, as a person who is awakened, travel back, you know, to five, mainly five and four, but you cannot go above five. You cannot go above five unless all of your chakras are aligned, Okay. Five generally consists of beings that have ascended from four, meaning certain ancestors and deities and everything that have, have, have more lessons. So it's like 3D, Earth is a school, but guess what? You ain't done learning yet, baby, because fourth dimension is college. You still got more emotional baggage and stuff to get rid of. <laughs> it's crazy, right? <laughs> it's crazy, but it's less dense, and, and you can interact and get help and assistance from all different types of souls that are there. This is what's been channeled to me. Again, five consists of mainly like ascended masters and, and energies that have ascended from four. Six, seven, and above is just, you know, too high to smoke a joint on, and you ain't getting there unless they choose to communicate and leave a message to you, like with this channeling. So Starcy Hill, I asked him why I was given that name. You know, I told him I had trouble disconnecting from African spirituality, just like I had trouble disconnecting from Rastafarianism when I was a Rasta for 15 years, but they told me that when it's time to let go, it's let go. They said that all of the, the dimensions below seven is meant to assist and even assist earthlings, and also we can communicate with a lot of beings underneath seven. Okay. But you have to get to a place where you can engage them. It says above seven is off limits unless your crystalline has already been activated. Okay. And the other thing that they wanted me to let human beings know about activation, and this is the last point that I'm going to give y'all because this was the last point that they gave me, so I'm going to keep it fair. 
the last point that you all need to know about activation or kundalini awakening or whatever is that you have to stay charged. They said that your activation is like a battery. They say, excuse me, your, your consciousness is like a battery, that it must stay charged. It's not enough to just have an awakening and be like, oh, shit, I'm going out here, I'm moving mountains, I'm doing readings, I'm doing Reiki, I'm doing all of this. You have to stay charged up. You have to stay cleansed. You have to stay energized. You have to stay in constant alignment and communication with higher vibrational beings. All right, fam, so we down to 90 seconds. I love y'all. Thank you for the few of y'all that called in. I see you on the line, but this was more of a talking thing than I was um, inviting people in to talk. Maybe next time we'll do one where we can do an exchange back and forth. But thank you, area code 864. Thank you, area code 760. And thank you, area code 706, for, um, for, for listening in. And for those of you that are listening in online, thank you so much. Thank you so much. And for those of you everywhere, listen, it's, it's galactic. You guys remember the song back in the day that they came out? It's electric. You can't feel it. You know what I'm saying? Know that. Know that, that that's true. That even 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 the people in the melanated community through soul music was trying to let us know, baby, that it's electric. You can't feel it. You can't see it. But you know it's there. I leave you all in the peace, love, and oneness of the infinite creator. Until next time, it's been Aphrodite Stone. Class this man. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.